Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Good morning, guys. Welcome back to Not Your Typical with Not Your Typical Fitness Lover, Caitlin Nolan. Welcome to my favorite part of every week. I just sat down to record and I'm thinking about it and I think this is the first time I've recorded in 2023. I know an episode went up in 2023, but I don't think I've recorded because I didn't record the day before. So let me check. Am I being dumb? Yeah, no, this is the first time I'm recording in 2023. So new year, new me. (laughs) But I hope you guys had a good first week of the year. Honestly, I feel like I started to feel a lot of pressure just because it was the first week of the year. And I was on social media, I think, a lot more this week just because I was posting a lot more like on TikTok and, you know, I'm searching for the trends and I'm just inspired in terms of content because it is one of my goals this year. So I do feel like I was on social media more this week and I just felt pressure because it seems like everyone was kind of the same track as me if they do this job like they were posting more or they were sharing their New Year's resolutions, they were sharing their in-list and their out-list for 2023, and it just felt kind of overwhelming because when you see something on social media, you just assume. This is what we all do. It's not just me. We think that when someone says, this is my goal this year, in our head, we think, okay, they're achieving that goal. Even with my content, if you watched the two YouTube videos I posted, if you saw all the TikToks I posted... From the outside, yeah, it does look like I had a really productive week, and I did. I got a new gym membership. I started lifting again. I obviously was productive with work. I posted a lot. But at the same time, there was definitely lows to my week, and I felt overwhelmed, and I felt pressure. But you don't always see that, or you don't even think about it. Like, I definitely talk about those things in my YouTube videos, but I feel like collectively, collectively like once you see that I posted it just naturally you're like oh she's like being a go-getter she's working towards her best self when it's not always the case and even like last week my obsession of the week was to have a morning routine and do those five habits in the morning walk cocoa in the morning that's still my goal but like even this morning I knew I wanted to record this early so I couldn't get to that and I think even when we as a society sees something on social media, we assume that they're perfect. When it's us, we know that sometimes when we set New Year's resolutions or we set habit goals, they don't happen every day. And when they do happen, that's great. And sometimes that's the day that we post about it. Or that's the day that we talk about it to a friend. 
honestly, I probably wouldn't even feel as good as I do when I sometimes sleep in or I sometimes wake up and just chill on the couch and watch TV, you know? So everything kind of relates back to balance. So balance is 100% my word for next week. It's just another week. I feel like the main reason why a lot of New Year's resolutions either don't work out or don't get past January is because a lot of people feel like they failed if they didn't do it perfectly, if they didn't achieve it in the first week, if they didn't stay the course, if they didn't do what they needed to do in the timeline they set for themselves. But I'm just going to be the one to remind you that if you didn't, then that's okay. You can always start tomorrow. You can start today while you're listening to this. And a mindset that's really helped me in life is not waiting till tomorrow or like not waiting to set a New Year's resolution next year because you can always start right now. There's always something you can do right now. Even if you're listening to this and it's 12 o'clock at night and your goal is to start your passion project and create a business of your own. Say that's like your biggest goal and it's 12 o'clock at night and you're like, well, I can't start tonight because it's so late. Well, you can because the one thing that you can do right now is go to bed. So instead of having that mentality to always be pushing things off, I think it's important to live in the moment and just always be trying your best and know that it's not going to be perfect. So realistically, timelines, I feel like just don't work out and that's just something that's really helped me. So welcome to the second week of the year. Hopefully you'll have a good week. If you had a good week last week, you can take all of your own steps into this week. And then again, if you didn't have a good week last week, then move on. But the first segment, this is what I do every week. It's called Not Your Typical Obsessions. So I share something I'm obsessed with this week that maybe not typical for me or maybe is just in general not typical. This one is just not typical to me. I want to be so adventurous in the new year because I'm just not an adventurous person. I think everyone knows that. I'm so readable or like what's the word when you just do the exact thing like predictable. That's the word which is great maybe because even just with like social media you guys know what you're going to get with me. You guys know that when you put a YouTube video on you're going to see my recipes that day. You're going to see Hunter and I chilling with Coco. You're going to see my outfit. You're going to see my coffee in the morning me making my bed, me doing my skincare, even with this podcast, like you're going to turn it on. You know that you're getting a motivational speaker. That's just me being me. So I'm obviously sticking to what I want and my authentic self. But at the same time, I think it's important to challenge yourself. And just in the new year, I really want to focus on being more adventurous. Like I want to go to the beach on a Tuesday night and jump in the freezing cold water and hang out with my friends and even last week like randomly on a Monday night I was so overwhelmed I was so tired after the work day and Hunter's like we should go to the sports bar and watch the football game because it's the draft or whatever and I'm craving wings and I was just like okay and it was so fun so yeah I just want to be more adventurous and that's going to be different for everyone I'm probably not considering adventure the same as like my friend Brinley would because she's like actually adventurous and goes and moves to Hawaii for three months for fun but you know we all start somewhere I can start small and work my way up but another obsession that I had this week is legging curls I don't know if you guys have been on TikTok recently but 
I feel like everybody has been sleeping in legging curls. If you don't know what it is, you literally put your leggings on the top of your head. You clip it with a huge claw clip. And then it almost looks like you're French braiding, but the technique is different because you're just wrapping your hair around the legging as if it was a curling iron. So it technically is curling your hair with no heat, but I would honestly say it doesn't look really like curls to me. It looks just more like waves or natural hair, but in a more put together way. Like when I wear my hair in legging curls, if I want to go to dinner, I usually curl the front two pieces so it's a little bit nicer or like a few pieces in the back. But I did it all week last week just to like go to the gym and stuff and I just felt like my hair looked a lot more put together rather than if I just like slept with it wet. But I also didn't have to like straighten my hair. So I'm obsessed with it because I don't like to put a lot of heat on my hair. That's why I wash my hair only once a week. Well, I also don't wash it because I like to train it so it doesn't get greasy fast, but I specifically hate styling my hair more than once a week. So yeah, you have to try legging curls. Just look up a little tutorial on it. It's super easy. The first couple times I did it, it looked like shit, but the more I did it, I feel like I kind of have it down. I did it this morning. I'm looking at it right now in the mirror. I think it looks good. So moving on, my dislike of this week. It's a very surface level one, but it's just the only thing that came to my mind when I thought about the negative part of this week, other than what I just talked about before, just how I kind of felt like pressure and whatever the first week of the year, but this is annoying. Okay, I have a birthday party on Tuesday night, and I really wanted to wear a cute outfit because it's been a while since I've gone to like an event or like just something that is fun. Like, I mean, I guess I dressed up on New Year's Eve, but that was different okay this is like with friends and I wanted to feel cute and extra so I ordered a cute outfit and I was like looking at the tracking every day making sure it was going to come in in time then I get the package I was so excited I just left it on the table because I was like okay I'm going to open this later on this week and try it on for my event well it's not an event it's literally JC's birthday but it's just going to be like a really fun night and I feel like we're going to this really cute place so we'll probably take pictures and whatever So I didn't even try it on just because I knew it was going to fit like I've ordered from this company before. And anyway, I ended up doing it last night. I was like, I want to try this on right now, whatever. I opened the package. They sent me the wrong thing and it wasn't cute. Like I wasn't going to wear what they sent me. It wasn't even the right size. They just sent me someone else's package that's never happened to me. And normally I don't care about these things. I'm telling you like, I just, I don't even like when people complain about this sort of thing. When I'm listening to a podcast, I'm like, come on, it's really not that big of a deal. But for some reason, that ruined my day. I was just like, are you serious? I've been waiting for this outfit and I was so ready to just feel confident and cute. So I just ended up going to the mall. I went to Nordstrom because that's where it was from. They replaced the order for me. So don't worry. I'm still going to get this cute outfit. You guys will see it. I'm going to wear it on Hunter and I's six-year anniversary because we're going on a little staycation in Malibu. So I'll still get to wear the outfit. But now I'm like, what the heck do I wear? Because now I'm just going to have to wear something in my closet and not feel cute, which is fine. But like, I was just excited for it. So That was my dislike of the week, feeling excited for something and then it not working out. And I think we can all relate to that. Even if this is like a very low level of that, there's many times that happens to me. Another thing that happened this week that was definitely a low 
is I was texting my friend Logan. We had multiple plans this weekend. The first ones got canceled. The second one comes around and she texted me that she was like running late and she started the text by being like, oh, like I just got caught up at my boyfriend's house, whatever. Like I just assumed that she was canceling, which I was totally fine with. Like I was literally like, oh, okay, that's fine. Like I'll get this other stuff done today. Life happens, whatever. Like I'm the type of person where if you cancel on me, not to say that I get excited because I obviously want to hang out with someone, but canceled plans, I think anyone with not social anxiety, but like, I guess if you're a homebody, if you feel that way, sometimes when people cancel, you're like, okay, a little bit of pressure is kind of released off my shoulders. I can just chill today. But I go back later that night and I look and she wasn't even saying that she was canceling. She was just saying that she was going to be a little bit late. And it sucks because Sunday was like the only day I could really hang out because this week I'm 100% studying and I I don't like to study on the weekends because I like to break up the week. But yeah, that was so sad. So if you have little fails like that throughout the week, just know we all do. (laughs) And I was just very upset at myself about that. But really quick update because I just mentioned studying. I moved my personal training exam later on in the month because I have time to get it done and I just want to like put it out to the last date physically possible so I can study as much as possible and I still have to get my CPR training to go with it before I take the test so I was just feeling really overwhelmed especially with how busy I've been with work that I was like let me just push it back it doesn't matter even I said on YouTube last week that I was doing it this week it doesn't matter like I'm doing this for me I'm not doing this for anyone else so if I want to push it back I'm gonna push it back and I did And I'll feel more confident going into it that way. So do things for yourself and don't do things for other people or how it looks. Or if you're going to be embarrassed, whatever. It doesn't matter. Just do it for yourself. Do it. It's going to be best for you. But let's get into the episode. I wanted to talk about work-life balance today because I struggled with it last week, which made me kind of sit with myself and think, okay, like, how am I going to prevent this next week? How am I going to change what I was doing this week to further prevent it? Because... I have a tendency to be super productive, hardworking during the week and then have a little bit more of like a chiller weekend. Most of the time it's because Hunter's off on the weekend so he can hang out and I think that's fine. I like it but I just feel like by Friday since I squeeze so much during my week it just sucks when I feel overwhelmed and then I'm almost not even in a great headspace to go into the weekend until like midway through the weekend, you know, so just obviously something I'm doing isn't working as well. I'm not really having work-life balance because I'm almost pushing myself to burn out every week and then recovering and then pushing myself to burn out and then recovering. And that's not my goal. My goal is true work-life balance. I did notice this week that I really need to work on my self-efficacy. And this is different than like self-efficiency. It's I wrote down the definition in case any of you guys don't know what it is, but it's an individual's belief in his or herself and the capacity to execute behaviors. So this is almost like saying confidence. It's when you go into a task or you have goals, it's that mental knowledge of I can do this. And I think this helps with productivity because you're not wasting time on thinking yourself into these scenarios that you won't achieve and you're not putting that mental block on yourself that you can't achieve something. This is almost the biggest struggle I have with setting goals or trying to work towards something. 
For example, I really want to do workouts. I love watching YouTube workouts. I always am following Sammy Clark's workouts. I'm always looking on Whitney Simmons' Instagram to save in like workouts. I'm literally about to go do a Whitney Simmons workout after this. And I look up to so many fitness creators that it is one of my goals. And I don't think it's wrong to like have someone else as an inspo. Like it's not copying to be like, oh, well, I love workouts from XYZ. So I would love to come out with workouts. I think it's always important to do it in your own way and to be authentic to yourself and bring your own personality to things. So there's that, but it's just definitely one of my biggest goals. I want to be a personal trainer and I want to share that with my platforms that I have. And sometimes I get in my head about, well, you're not them. And well, you haven't been lifting for 10 years or whatever it is, like Whitney Simmons. So you're not going to be able to bring to the table what other creators bring. Or Sammy Clark, if you've ever watched one of her workouts, it's like the best thing ever. And when I think about me kind of stepping my foot into the field of an actual fitness influencer, because I wouldn't consider myself full on fitness, I definitely share lifestyle. I share my skincare, I share Hunter, I share Coco, I share everything. I just happen to be very passionate about fitness, so it becomes a huge part of every single thing that I talk about on my page, but I think I get in my own way a lot of thinking that you're not good enough, and this happens in a lot of different ways for a lot of different people. Even you guys know my best friend, Katie. She's starting a clothing brand, Sporty-ish, with her best friend, Lexi, and I'm sure that they've come across certain things where they're like, oh, this brand was so successful out the gate because they maybe were influencers before. So maybe they get in their head like, how are we going to do this? How are we going to stand out? We're never going to stand out when that's not true. You'll just find the way that you stand out in your own way. And you'll look back in five years and think, oh, this was so different than what we thought it was going to be. And this was so different than this clothing brand and how they started, but it worked for us. And that's even how I was on social media. You know, people are always like, Caitlin, how do I start posting on social media? How did you gain a following? And how do I become an influencer? When I think when you want to do that, you can't really think of it like that because one, you're not going to do exactly what I did because I posted in a different time. I started posting in 2020 when everyone was on social media and everyone was on TikTok every day and algorithms were different and what I had to offer was different back then. I think there's no way to start other than giving the tip of just go for it and do what is authentic to you and what you love to post and what you love and what you think is going to work and what you have confidence doing because the most confident version of yourself will always be the one that succeeds. So you can't belittle yourself and make yourself smaller and think that's what's going to get you to that end point because our low confident selves isn't the best version of us. So that's why I'm saying I want to work on my self-efficacy. I, I literally can never say that word because I know that my confident version of Caitlin is the best version of me. And say if I go on someone else's podcast, I have to sit with myself before and just be like, chill out. You're going to be fine. You're not going to embarrass yourself. If you mess up your words, we're good. Everyone does. I talk to myself like I would my best friend and I encourage myself and then I go into it. 
rather than if I was like, oh God, this is going to be so awkward. Like, I hate listening to my voice after. It's going to sound so stupid. I'm going to sound like a motivational speaker that's so cheesy. I don't even know like what I have to offer. I'm not a personal trainer, blah, blah, blah. If I'm going into it like that, that's the energy you guys are going to hear. That's the energy I'm going to be. And there's been times where I've done that. There's been times where I feel awkward and there's been times where I don't show up as my best self. And I also think this is a lot about knowing yourself because when you put yourself in situations where you feel the best, you become the best. And this has to do with a lot of things. Like I try and focus on this with who I'm surrounding myself with, what I'm doing, the habits I'm doing, the way that I talk to myself. I have learned and watched the way that I acted for many years to know what works for me and the type of people I like to surround myself with and the type of clothes I like to wear and the nutrition I like to have and the workouts I like to do, the way I like to talk to myself, the social media I like to consume. So it's a lot about knowing yourself and it's a lot about building up that confidence. Another thing that has actually helped me a lot with literally work and staying productive, especially with studying, is having on and off timers or moments or intentions because I don't know if you guys are like this, but I'll realize if I start studying and it's been two hours, by the end of it, it's almost like I'm not even retaining the information because I'm just so brain dead at that point and I'm so out of the moment. I start wandering off of like, oh, what should I have for lunch? I'm starting to get hungry or I start scrolling on social media a little bit and then I go back to it. So it's like when you overwork yourself, it's like you can't even be at your full capacity anymore. So a tip that I've heard of along the way and I've tried and it works is having just on and off time. So let me study for 30 minutes, just straight studying. I'm focusing on this. I'm reading the material. I'm doing my cue cards. And then I have a 10 minute break and I'll scroll and I'll stand up and I'll go eat a snack, chat with Hunter. And then I'm back at it. And kind of having this on and off method helps me with recharging. And it definitely works because think about fitness. You know, you can't work out every single day and not give your body those rest and recovery moments. And it's the same thing with work. It's the same thing with studying. It's hard to just be 100% there and taking in all the material when you feel burnt out. It just doesn't work that way. Another thing that I absolutely am going to stop doing is multitasking. Multitasking is a way to give half-ass work. And I am not a half-ass person. I am a full on 100% putting my all into this. I will redo things a million times. I will set up a plan. I will ask people in that specialty different questions. Like when I do something, I do it 100%. And I think that's one of my best qualities. I've always been that way. I remember when I worked at Orange Theory, I took that job so seriously to the point where I was actually asked to be a manager of an Orange Theory when I was I think 19 or 20 and I had only worked there for two years but I remember the actual owner of Orange Street came in and was talking to me and I told him my age and he's like I'm so sorry like we totally didn't even know that you were that age like this might not even work out with your schedule blah 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 and I ended up not being the manager but I'm telling you I've always had the personality trait to just go for it and be 100% 
at everything I do, even if, let me rephrase that, I'm not 100% at everything I do, I put 100% effort. Sometimes it doesn't work out. Sometimes I think the important part is just the effort and you can't put 100% into something when you're multitasking. Think about when you're trying to clean your room, but you're also listening to a podcast. Like sometimes you have to go back on the podcast because you're like, oh wait, I totally was not listening to that part. Or if you're watching a YouTube video and you just have it on in the background, but you're playing with your dog and you're cooking and this and that, I always miss things. Like that's also why like I watch a lot of my friends' videos just because I like to keep up with them. And I start realizing that I'll know like, certain things about their life but then there's a lot of missing pieces because I'll put a vlog on and then I totally will start doing something else and you just can't focus on two things at once you can't be in two places so multitasking is something I'm 100% getting rid of this year I also think of this as like being on your phone when you're with people you can't give someone full attention if you're on your phone and you can't finish your studying if you're on social media you can't do both So that's something that I'm definitely prioritizing this year is 100% attention to every single thing that I'm doing and every person I'm with and every moment I'm spent trying to do something. Another thing is working harder and, oh fuck, (laughs) working smarter, not harder. I can't tell you how many times I've worked more dumb and not smarter and it made me work harder. Like, for example... Me going and shooting a campaign by myself and not asking Hunter to help me or not waiting till he's available to help me. I'll go out. I'll try and do it on my tripod. I will fuck up the angle 10 times, critique myself, hate every photo, take up two hours. And then I come home and I'm like, okay, you got to help me. And then we go out and he shoots it for me and all the other photos just go to waste. There is obviously ways that I could avoid this, like I could learn how to use a tripod and watch YouTube videos and all of that, and that would be giving my 100% effort in that area, and I think it would work out if I did that, but I don't do that. I think that a lot of the time I try and just do things fast when I need to take a second and I need to be smarter. I also think a way to work smarter and not harder is not like packing so much on ourselves. You know that feeling when you have a million things on your to-do list and it's like your shoulders are tense, you have a headache, you're like, I need to get a coffee, I have so much to do today and you're just running around. I hate that feeling. I hate that pressure of being like, I have so much to get to this week. I can't even get to it. That's such an overwhelming feeling. So pack less onto you. Spread things out. Maybe have a to-do list but have three things that have to get done and then you can do the rest if you have time or delegate and if you do have to get everything done who can help you what family member can help you out what friend what youtuber could teach you something that could help you with this you know so delegating is really important so yeah that's today's episode I hope you guys enjoyed it my journal prompt this week is going to be a fun one it's going to be what are my ins and outs for 2023 I've been seeing this a lot on social media so like you're in legging curls you're out multitasking you know it's just like fun to think about the things that you love and the things that you will not be bringing with you into 2023 so yeah I hope you guys had a great year I don't really have that many life updates because I feel like I've talked about everything so much on YouTube this week, but 
I pretty much just have a very chill week going forward. I'm taking my NASM this month and I have that birthday party on Tuesday night. But other than that, I literally cannot let myself do anything other than, you know, stick to the daily routine. I'll obviously take time for myself to work out. I have work to get done. But other than that, your girl will be studying all week. So that's my life update. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode and I will see you guys next Monday. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. <laughs> AutoTrader.